Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu black belt obsessed with jujitsu. And what is it that we're talking about today? Because I didn't even know that this was a thing. (laughs) So I've been seeing a trend of like 10 things or five things or however many things um, that I no longer do. And, you know, like sometimes it's about their profession. Like now that I'm a ER doctor, I no longer do these things. Or now that I'm... Oh, I think I have seen some of those. Okay. See? (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, and I heard a podcast from somebody else that was like six things I no longer do. And that was just like random things they don't do in their life anymore. And I just thought it would be a fun thing to kind of think about things that like we no longer do. Okay. So these can be things on or off the mat. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I like knowing the rules. (laughs) I mean, I think we get to make them up and change them as we go if we want. So that's true because it is our podcast. Exactly. Exactly. I no longer let anyone tell me what to do (laughs) like they they could have before. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. What's the first thing then that you no longer do? I think like an overriding thing, like one of the things I no longer do is I no longer hustle. Okay. Like hustle, like work hustle. Tell me more. I would say pre-pandemic. I used to joke that like a 40-hour week, What's what do people do after Wednesday? You know, like <laughs> I just worked constantly. I now recognize that a big part of that was avoiding my life. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I worked so much. I was always hustling. I was always just in the grind. And now I, I take time to enjoy life, to play, to frolic, you know, I'm still working hard, definitely, but it's not constant. I don't feel like I have to always be chasing for bigger and better. I like it. I think one of the things it was actually during the the pandemic and the shutdown, I got into this bad habit of always responding to things and always feeling like, well, I might as well work late because, you know, like, what else do I have to do right now? Yeah. Because it wasn't going to jujitsu there for a while. So that's true. Yeah. And then as things started to open back up, or I just started to feel like this does not feel healthy anymore. I had to retrain myself to start setting boundaries with people and being like, no, if it's after six, it's, it's not going to get done today. Yeah. So you were kind of the opposite. So like during the shutdown, you really dove more into work. Yeah. And for me, the shutdown kind of like made me slow down a little bit because I couldn't be kind of hitting the streets kind of thing. You know, I couldn't be out networking and doing all those kinds of things. So yeah. Interesting how, how that changes for people. Oh yeah. What else are you no longer doing? Well, one thing is I very firmly don't allow disrespect in the academy now that it is fully mine and Risser's and just a different environment, mm-hmm. I wouldn't allow anyone to come in and not respect the other people and, you know, who they are, their choices, their, you know, anything like you have to respect pronouns, you have to respect names, all of that. And that is not something that I had the control over previously. Mm-hmm. So one thing I no longer do is allow anyone to disrespect anyone else inside my gym. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good to be able to like stand up for what I believe in and, you know, support people. And yeah, it feels real good. Nice. I love that. 
I also no longer tell people they have to compete. You know, previously it, that was kind of our culture. Uh-huh. Like you have to compete at every belt level. Now, do I think you should compete? Absolutely. Do I think it makes your jujitsu better? Yes. I mean, you can go back and listen to the podcasts where we talk about it. I definitely think that like competing is good for you for multiple reasons. And no matter what reason you get into jujitsu, it's going to enhance that. But I also think that everybody has kind of their own path and not everyone is in it for something that requires competition. And we have a 68 year old man that trains with us. He's never going to compete. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, like that's just fine. That's funny though, because I never felt like I had to compete. Well, you also were like with me most of the time. So oh, that's true. You know, <laughs> I, I already had my mentality. I just get to stand up for that mentality now. <laughs> so like I was never forcing people to compete or telling them that like, you know, yeah, to get out if they didn't or whatever, you know? Um, but yeah. So like, I, you know, I just think that, yes, I absolutely think competing is good for you along the way, but I just don't think it's mandatory for everyone. It doesn't have to be everyone's journey. No, because it is definitely not mine right now. Yeah. And and not right now, but, you know, like leaving it open to maybe again someday. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. That feels good that to not have that pressure. Yeah. Another thing I no longer do is I no longer question my ability to teach. Ooh, tell me more about that. I mean, so I've really been teaching jujitsu since 2013, I'd say. That's when I started the women's class, at least. And then I taught boot camp and stuff like that before. But, you know, like there was a long time where I wasn't super confident. Maybe I'd like look up a video before going to teach class, or I would ask my instructor, like, is this how this works? But I no longer feel like I really question my ability. One thing, I'm not always good with confidence. I, I'm working on it, but mm-hmm. not always great with confidence. But like one thing I know I'm good at is I'm a good coach. Yeah. I know I'm good at breaking down the moves and making them easy to understand and answering questions. Like questions is one of my favorite parts about being a coach. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I love when people are like, but what if I did this? And I'm like, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And, you know, my uke will be like, yeah, that doesn't work. Or I'll do something on the like, oh yeah, that's way worse. Or, you know, like, so it's fun to kind of use like the Socratic method as I'm teaching. Yeah. But I don't question my ability to teach. Well, and doesn't it feel like it just takes so much pressure off to say, I don't know, let's try it. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's how it should be because people are constantly doing other things or, and so it's good for me to be able to just see, okay, I see you're doing it like this. Here's why I don't think that works. Or here's why I don't think that's the best way to do it. I also think that like my jujitsu before felt very black and white. Like there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. Mm-hmm. And that is it. And I don't think that that's true anymore. Uh huh. I think that different body styles or I don't know. I just think that things can work differently for different people and trying to figure that out, I think is a lot of fun. Yeah. And that makes so much sense because even with the different ages, the different weights, the different body shapes, of course, it's not all going to work for everybody the same way. Yeah. 
you might show me a move that like this always works for you. And I try it and I'm like, I don't have any idea how that's working for you, but that's great. Like I can't make that work for me. I, I feel like Mariah is a great example of this. Like, yeah, there are several things where I'm like, don't do this. Mariah's like, oh, I do that. And I'm like, well, you can do that because you move like no one else. Like right. you're a tornado that works great for you. Keep doing it. <laughs> Most of us aren't tornadoes. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you know, like you just have to, I just don't think jujitsu is as right or wrong. I think there's a lot of gray in jujitsu. Yeah, I can see that for sure. The more I do it, I'm like, oh, the more questions that come up. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have the podcast, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Full of curiosity. <laughs> Is there anything else? Because I feel like you you have such a good list. Thank you. Thank you. I have one more. And I think probably of all of these, well, the disrespect one is maybe one of my top ones, but the other one that's one of my most important to me is I no longer hide from or try to impress the haters. <laughs> so and why is that? Well, you know, just for, for starters, going through a very public divorce mm -hmm. and they're just, there are a lot of people that are that I've like accumulated as haters because of that. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I think that means I've made it right. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I succeed or if I fail, it just doesn't matter. They're always going to have something to say. It doesn't matter if I'm doing it publicly or if I'm, you know, keeping to myself, there's just some people that I'm living rent-free in their brain <laughs> and <laughs> they're going to hate no matter what. Like Taylor Swift said it, right? Haters yeah. going to hate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shake it up. <laughs> I think she should come on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a huge one. And like, I like the concept of not respecting the opinion of somebody you wouldn't have asked their opinion. Right. You know, like just that kind of concept of if I wouldn't go up to you and be like, hey, what do you think of my hair? Or what do you think of my jujitsu? Or what do you think of my weight? Or what do you think of my outfit? Or, you know, like anything, whatever they want to pick on me about, which is wild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking them. So I don't care what they have to say. Yeah. That is such a good way to go through life. It's hard, it really is. But it is very hard. It is very hard. But, you know, like, you hear all kinds of people talk about their haters too, you know, mm -hmm. like everyone that is public or trying to make a difference or anything like that, they have that. And like, you know, Rachel will say, you know, we haven't mentioned her in a podcast or two, so I want to make sure and bring her up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like Rachel will say like half of the people sitting and watching her matches are cheering for her to lose they come out of the woodworks to hope that she loses because she's number one. Yeah. And when you're, when you're making waves, there's going to be people there trying to tear you down. There always will be. Yep. Yep. And so I just have to live my life true to what I want and not care. And that is hard. It can yeah. be hard. You know, like there are definitely times where, you know, my feelings have gotten hurt or whatever. And I think 
that comes from people that like, I'm surprised by, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause there's some people that you're just like, man, that dude's a jerk or like that dude's an idiot anyway. Like, yeah. I don't care what they think, but there have been some, you know, like, and that happens, you know, with divorce, that's definitely yeah. a thing where, you know, people choose sides, even though they don't have to, but like it happens. So people choose sides and those are the ones that like sting more. Yeah. But then you just have to be like, you know what, if that's, if that's how they feel, then they're not for me. They're not my people. And that's fine. I've got lots of great supporters and, you know, a good example would be like when I got my black belt Mm -hmm. and I got hundreds of people congratulating me and, you know, just commenting and putting stuff, you know, very positive things. And then like three dudes (laughs) that were talking trash (laughs) and it's hard not to let those three dudes get to you. It honestly is. But you cannot let you cannot let that ruin the the positivity from everyone else. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I choose to no longer hide from or try to impress the haters. Very good things to live by and very hard at times. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a practice, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, you know, and it, it sh- you know, probably will always be a work in progress and you know, I mean, it's definitely a good reason to have a therapist. So, right. if it, you know, sometimes it gets hard and you're just like, okay, this is what I need to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, you know, it's been a good piece of work, you know, like it's been good to kind of get past that and not worry about others as much. Good. I'm very happy to hear that. Thank you. At least in that manner. I mean, obviously I still worry about people. Like I still want to, I still want to make people, you know, the world a better place in all kinds of ways, especially jujitsu. But yeah. All right. How about you? Uh, See, I thought maybe I was going to sneak out of this. (laughs) (laughs) No, just like, what are some things you no longer do in life, in jujitsu, whatever? I think one of the biggest things, and it kind of goes back to what you were just saying is, I've kind of stopped caring what people think. Yeah. There are still certain people whose opinions matter, but that list seems to grow shorter and shorter by the day. And it just, I'm having way more fun and enjoying life now that I care less what, what other people think. Some of it is jujitsu related. Some of it is, you know, the professional and the work stuff related yeah. And that's very freeing, right? Like it just, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm going to do this because I want to, not because, you know, I'm trying to impress somebody or because I'm scared that they're going to disapprove or whatever. Right. <laughs> I feel like, well, never mind. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure whether that was where that was going to go, but probably no place good. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I've been working on that I won't say I no longer do it, but I definitely do less of it is comparing myself to other people. When I do that at jujitsu, that makes jujitsu not any fun (laughs) for me anymore. Yeah. Because I'm the oldest, I'm one of the biggest, and one of the slowest, and I'm committed to getting there three days a week. That is what works in my life and my schedule. And that's how I can integrate it into everything else. And I'm going there because it's good exercise. It's fun. I love my friends there. 
But kind of going back to that competition, it's not because I have these big jujitsu dreams of winning it all. Right. And I think really getting clear on where jujitsu fits in with everything else has made it easier to not compare myself to where somebody else might be on their journey. Yeah. I had to give a speech to the kids uh, Wednesday night that, you know, like they're being graded against themselves, not against each other. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really hard for kids to understand, you know, like, you know, two kids that are gray belts, but they're, you know, vastly different or two one stripe white belts, you know, like, but they're, they're vastly different. And, um, I gave a couple of kids their first stripe and I gave one boy two stripes. That's Jordan's kid. And, um, it's his first two stripes. He's five years old. I was like, do you think that I'm comparing this five-year-old to you at 10 years old? You know, like, am I saying he's better than you at jujitsu that he could like beat you up or something? No, because I'm not comparing him to you. I'm comparing him to himself and that's it. Yeah, that's made it a lot more fun. That's good. I've also stopped beating myself up on the way home. Very good. I, which I will say is is one of those works in progress. There are days. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. Are, there are days when I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, Once I kind of just decided to go have fun, it was like there was no point in beating myself up. You know, the question is, did I did I work hard? Did I do the best that I could? And did I help my teammates? Did I have fun? Did I at least try to have fun with it? And that has made a giant difference. And I think in my attitude overall. I love that. I think it's like setting your intention before you even go into class. Like, Mm -hmm. what am I here for today? I'm here to, you know, learn a little something. I'm here to sweat a little bit. I'm here to have some fun, you know, like, and you just go in and accomplish those goals. And it's like, great. Then it was a great successful day. I'm here to try to do a little bit of my game plan and see what actually happens. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to not figure out my game plan before I get to class. (laughs) (laughs) You know, those kinds of things. I really think that's probably been just that whole not beating myself up has been the biggest thing for on the mat and off the mat. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. You're international superstar Jen Eads, and everybody (laughs) thinks you're the coolest human around. And I think that you should know that a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you. That is very nice to hear. Because (laughs) I think a lot of times... Just in general, we don't, because we are beating ourselves up or, you know, making everything about us, we don't see the impact that we have on other people or how we show up. And and sometimes just being around somebody, it's, you're like, oh, like I um, I texted a friend the other day. She'd come over and we hadn't hung out in a while. And I said, you always leave me better than you found me. I love that. Because it's true. And I have so many people that fill me up and light me up like that, that I hope that when I show up that I can do that for somebody else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that. It's fun to be an international superstar. (laughs) It's like, you know, I I think it is one of those things, right? Like we can't see ourselves how others see us, Uh but 
what you also don't get to witness is like when you get out of your vehicle and people can see you through the window and everybody's like, oh, Jen's here, international superstar Jenny's is here. You're like, and everybody gets all excited and you walk in the door and they're like, Jen. <laughs> but like, that's just something that we don't get to, to witness for ourselves or even, even if you could witness it, it's hard to like take it in as like, these people are genuinely happy to see me. Yeah. That always feels good. Yeah. Because I definitely have people that when they walk into class, I'm always excited to see them. Yeah. We should have named our gym Cheers. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. I mean, Cheers, I'm going to choke you. But yeah, Cheers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go. <laughs> I love it. This has been a, I feel like this has been a good list. This has been, this has gone better than I had anticipated. Fantastic. (laughs) I would love to hear from the people listening. Like, what are some things you no longer do? Whether that's in jujitsu or just in life, but like, what are things that you no longer do? And if you want to uh, share those with us and we then we will share on social media, tag us on Instagram and let us know. And, uh, we will share that with our international audience because there That's are right. people in other countries listening to us, which always surprises me. But I'm like, man, that is so cool. Do you remember how many countries we're in? No, but it was a lot. It was a lot. I know. <laughs> I was trying to see if I could look real fast to see what you said. 91 countries. Wow. That's the last time last time you looked, which was a couple months ago or a month or so ago. Uh, but we have... Listeners in 91 countries. Oh, that makes my little heart happy. Right? Yeah. Very cool. So come find us, hang out with us on Instagram. We are there at Beauty and the Gee Podcast, and I'm hanging out at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you go. Except for you're something different on TikTok, aren't you? All right. On TikTok, I'm role model. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, friends. Share this with a friend if you know somebody that needs to hear it. If they're like, man, I really wish there was a really fun jujitsu podcast that didn't last for three hours. Send them to Beauty and the Gee. We're here for you. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you on on the the mat. mat. Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And brought to you by Role Model Grappling.